We've spoken about marketing automation on the show before, but today we're going to highlight it. Marketing automation refers to software platforms and services that are created for marketing professionals to more effectively communicate on multiple channels online and automate repetitive tasks. So this is things such as um, setting up uh, email workflows, integrating your CRM with your email marketing system, um, automating social media online. This is something that the wine business has been slow to adopt, um, but those that have have shown some real return on it. So today we're going to talk to Morgan Bell, who is one of the principals at SharpSpring, which is one of the leaders in the marketing automation space. We recorded this late last year, uh, but it's evergreen, so it's appropriate today as it was back then. And with the advent of COVID and the need for more direct-to-consumer sales, those that adopt a marketing automation platform will be in much better shape. So on with the show. Welcome to Hit The Bottle Podcast, a show for beverage sales and marketing professionals looking to up their game and further their careers and businesses. Viewed through the lens of strategy, technology, and leadership, we explore everything from digital marketing, e-commerce, brand building, public relations, and much more. Each week, we chat with industry experts and leaders, explore practical applications, and discuss what's happening in our world. Our goal is to provide you with the insights and strategies you need to create successful marketing programs. Now it's time to hit the bottle. My next guest uh, drives the product strategy at SharpSpring which is a complete sales and marketing automation platform. He manages a team of product managers, designers, and other product services roles. In his nearly five years with the company, he has experience ranging from onboarding to client management to product development. This diverse background gives him unique insights into the needs of his customers and how the platform and marketing automation can help them grow. Welcome to the show, Morgan Bell. Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks for being with me. Uh, full disclosure, uh, Balzac Communications and Marketing is a silver partner of SharpSpring. So um, if anybody on the podcast is interested in talking a little bit more about this uh, offline, um, you are welcome to uh, reach out to me. But I'm really happy to have Morgan on to really talk about the um, nuts and bolts of, of, of the SharpSpring platform, but also just in general, uh, what wineries can do and distillers and brewers can do um, to implement some marketing automation. So before we get started, um, can you let the listeners know how they can get, a con- get in contact with you? Yeah, that's really easy. Um, you can just go to sharpspring.com and check us out there. Awesome. So uh, first, let's do a definition. What is marketing automation? So there are a lot of different definitions. I think it's a pretty broad space, but this simplest way to understand it is it's a set of tools that help you scale one-to-one conversations for larger customer bases, um, delivering them personalized communication and kind of helping foster engagement with your content. Great. And how does it work? Sure. So um, 
you know, really we start with tracking activity on your website and in your emails. Um, and then we surface kind of the most important activity that um, contacts or leads are having with your business through those channels. Um, we start off by setting up some kind of simple things like notifications about when somebody clicks through an email for a specific link um, or submits a form to contact you or download um, some content that you've provided them. And then when we really get into the automated part is you take some of those maybe more tedious for a marketer um, types of conversations, um, a thank you email, um, a simple drip campaign, delivering the content on the other side of that form. And we build out workflows to do those things for you automatically. Um, and then kind of the last piece of that that gets into a bit more personalization is we take what we know about people from how they've interacted with your content and your website and you know things they've told you about themselves. And we segment them and use that segmentation to provide them with personalized content. Okay. So can you give me an example of what a workflow might look like? Yeah, for sure. Um, so kind of a simple workflow. Um, you, know, you always want to start these off with a customer or a lead interacting with you in some way um, and engaging and showing you their end. So someone could fill out a form, um, just a contact us form, for instance, on you know, our site, we've got a bunch of forms um, you know, based on what piece of content you might want or whether you're a marketing agency or a direct user. And you just fill out the form and say, hey, I'm Morgan and I want to learn more about your company. What we'll do immediately in the workflow is we'll add you to our main email list. Um, if you've told us some things about yourself other than basic information in that form, we'll kind of record that to a contact record. And then maybe we'll send you a thank you email or deliver the content you asked for and put a few links in there. Links A, B, C. And um, you know, link B is about IPAs, link C is sours and link A is um, uh, loggers. And so I click the IPAs link. And so now I, we know that you like IPAs and I will deliver you more content about those and put you in a, a special list specific to people interested in IPAs. And that all requires a CRM system to, to record that information, right? Yeah. And that's why we, we pitch ourselves as a sales and marketing automation platform. So really those are two sides of the same coin. Um, you know, your salespeople need leads to sell to and your marketing people need to actually have the sale get made to, you know, continue running the business. So um, we have a fully functional CRM in SharpSpring, uh, full featured CRM. And the idea is you take all that information that you've gathered about people as they've interacted with your site and your emails and, um, you know, maybe people earlier on in the sales process and you use that to, help a salesperson and, and you uh, power the CRM to make it more useful to salespeople or um, to marketers just trying to learn more about what's going on inside their business. Right. And so in the, in the beverage business, you know, um, one of the, one of the challenges is, is um, to have that, that the idea of personalization at scale personalization um, for those that, that don't necessarily know what that means is basically that when somebody receives any kind of correspondence from you, that it, that it has some sort of a personal connection with the recipient. Uh, so that's the way that marketing overall is, is moving. Um, but you know, it can be very time consuming to do that on a, on a one-on-one -on -one basis, right? You know, you basically on a case by case basis, if you're going through emails or, um, trying to, you know, send emails to people that's personalized, you know, that can take very, that can take a long time, but using a system like this, 
you're able to do that at scale. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think it's every marketer's dream to be able to just go out and speak to people one-on-one and persuade them and convince them to go get involved with their company and their product. But you know, that doesn't work at scale. It doesn't help you grow a business. And so really you want to be able to focus on some of the higher level, more important things like strategy, competitive analysis, you know, your brand, your message, and then take those tasks that are kind of starting those conversations with customers and automate that part of it. Right. So here's, so give me an example, you know, the, um, one of the, one of the functions of, of software such as, as uh, SharpSpring is that you can build, build out, you know, this, we, we talked about segmentation, we, you call them buyer personas. And so you can segment your list into different buyer personas. And then if you are sending out an email blast, for instance, to everybody in your list, um, you can include sections within that email that pulls um, from the buyer personas in a way that basically says that if it's this buyer persona, then we deliver this message. If it's this, we deliver this message. And in that way, um, you tailor your correspondence um, to the recipient. Yeah, exactly. And and that works for, for both emails and for your website. Um, you know, oh, that's right. We're, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're all consumers. I mean, we see a lot of marketing every day and we all do. Um, and for me personally, I, I stop and take a look at something when it actually speaks to what I'm interested in. Um, and so just getting a generic email, um, you know, with 50 different products in it versus an email with the five products that I happen to like. One of those is going to make me want to engage quite a bit more. And and the same thing goes for your website too. Instead of just a, a billboard that everybody sees as they pass by, we can turn that website into a conversation um, where you're seeing something new and something specific to you based on what we know that you are interested in. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, Amazon is kind of the model for this, isn't, aren't they? They deliver you tailored yeah. information based on who you are and your buying habits. Um, exactly. Now, we, we can't necessarily get as sophisticated as that, but there are certain things that we can do based on um, you know, what information we have. So, um, so I know that, that on, on, often enough, users of SharpSpring um, use it for business to business, you know, um, into like lead generation. You're trying to yeah. get um, leads um, so that uh, your salespeople can call call on them. But you know, for the for the for the beverage producer who is business to consumer, and you know the the whole um, in the in the beverage business, there's this whole direct to consumer push. You know how you know what are some applications for market marketing animation that that you can use in those situations? Yeah, you know, we we try our best to make a platform that works for for both B two B and um, B2C companies. Um, sometimes that's a lot easier for B2B because they have a, a much more specific buyer persona a lot of the time. Um, but with B2C, the same core principles are important, right? Um, and often with an even larger audience. So you want to make sure that, um, again, personalization is key. Content is key. Um, delivering the right message at the right time to folks. And so especially in a B2C business where you might have you know, a lot of initial interest or a lot of visitors to your site and and you need to know how best do I spend my time? um, You know, how best do I spend my money too um, on those folks? That's where marketing automation, I think, can really come in handy. So um, once a customer or or a lead has expressed a certain level of interest, um, you can start really amping up the message to those folks. without hopefully bothering them. Um, so the difference there would be 
you know, okay, if I come to your site and, and I, you know, you, you've gated some content as a consumer, maybe a coupon or something that I wanted to see. Um, and I've had one interaction with you. You want to keep your brand top of mind with me. Um, put me onto a drip campaign, send me an email every week or a couple of months, you know, just to kind of keep that around. Um, maybe retarget me with social media. Um, so I'm, I'm seeing you on Instagram, I'm seeing you on Facebook, but then maybe I keep coming back to the site um, and I actually purchase from you and maybe I visit the distillery or your winery. And at that point, you know, not only am I just a customer, I'm, I'm starting to become an advocate. Um, you know, I'm maybe an evangelist for the brand even. And then you can kind of reposition your message. You can start hitting them with communication a little more frequently, um, giving them opportunities to talk about and share the brand. Um, and so I think really this, the same core principles, which are, you know, I want to adjust my message to who you are and what your interest is in my business and my specific products. That still applies. Um, although, you know, sometimes in a different way for this B2C companies. Uh, and you know, one of the, one of the powerful things about this is, is that you can do like most of this work up front, right? Because, you know, like the setting up these workflows and setting up these drip campaigns, you know, you, you kind of basically set it up ahead of time and, and then, then you can trigger those workflows at any point and it will automatically deliver, uh, whatever it is that you want to deliver to, you know, your, that this, this, this potential buyer, um, at, at any time. Uh, and the other, and the other cool thing is like, as you say, like if you, you start to see more activity from them and they start, you know, they start to purchase more and visit more, et cetera, um, that and be, they become a, an advocate. You can also, you know, include like in that workflow that, you know, it's flagged, um, for follow-up by, by like a sales rep or, you know, by, uh, your direct to consumer manager who you say, reach out to this person personally and give them that personal touch. And all that is, is done through this, so this process of software. Yeah, exactly. And, and one of the really cool things about front loading that effort, um, is, you know, you, you're going to have more time to make your marketing deeper and more personal and reach a broader audience instead of kind of being stuck on the hamster wheel doing the same, you know, three or five things every day to just keep up with what's going on in the business you can invest early in setting up a series of automations to just handle that stuff for you. And then the rest of your time is spent going, okay, well, I have my core message down. You know, I have my basic communication and, and nurture flows and, and even, you know, reporting on my marketing spend all set up. Now I can turn my focus to, you know, how do I, yeah, like you said, create advocates out of folks, uh, work with my direct to consumer manager or salesperson to reach out to people um, or, just get more and more targeted and more and more specific with different pieces of your message over time. Yeah. And one of the ways that, um, that SharpSpring in particular does this is to measure this is, is through lead scoring, um, which you can set up so that basically the more people to visit or take action or purchase or what have you, you know, the, the higher their lead score is. And so you can always see like who are, who are the most active people um, in your CRM based on that lead score. Yeah. Lead, lead score is one of these things that, that really gets me excited because there's just so much you can do with it. Um, every single way that somebody could interact with your site or your emails, your content, um, any piece of information you collect about somebody that they, they tell you through a form or, or, you know, you, you know, through any other means, all of that can contribute to this top level score that makes it really easy to know who to focus on. 
And there's even, you know, we can get into some of the fancy things that lead scoring does that I think are really cool, um, which are, you can detract points from people too for a lead score. So, um, you know, if, if you're really targeting, um, you yeah, as a brewery, right, you're really trying to target people who are interested in buying um, beer, but maybe you specifically are working on distribution deals. And so you want to, you know, find a distributor. Well, you can set something up where you detract points from people that are just buying for personal use or identifying as, you know, oh, I'm just a, you know, passing through as a consumer and I, and I don't intend to distribute. Well, you can detract points there and, and, and pull that score down. So even if they're really engaged, you know, maybe they're not your target customer. And then we get into like decay. So maybe they were really interested six months ago, but over time, that really high lead score maybe doesn't mean as much because that interest has waned over time. Um, so it's just, it's very customizable um, and very powerful. And, and you can just kind of target anything that matters to you about a specific lead, which I think is really cool. Yeah, it's super powerful and, you know, and it's, and it's very creative. I mean, people, can do whatever they want. For instance, like, like you say, like, you know, there is, um, there's decay. So like if, if somebody score, you know, who has a high score decays past a certain point, you can find it and like, you know, send a notice to, um, your DTC manager or what have you and say, Hey, this, this person hasn't interacted with us in a while. You might want to follow up with them. Um, so basically what it does is it, it can give you, you know, additional revenue out of a customer that potentially, you know, would have gone away otherwise. Yeah. And, and if that, you know, D2C manager is looking at a list of hundreds of leads and saying, who do I call? Yeah. Um, you could just go sort them by lead score. Oh, yeah. great. I, I know who the most interested person is right off the bat and, and who is probably going to be the best use of my time. So it's, it's really useful for prioritization as well. Here's a message from our sponsor. Um, so give me a brief overview of, of SharpSpring and how your partner program or your partner model works. Because we're, we're, as I mentioned earlier, we're a silver, we're a silver partner for, for SharpSpring. Yeah, yeah. So um, SharpSpring works on an agency model. And by that, I mean about 90% of our business comes from marketing agencies. Um, and the reason that we do that is because a lot of, you know, small to medium-sized businesses are not going to have a marketing team of the size or sophistication that is able to, you know, invest the upfront effort to learn a platform and build out automations and everything to to reap what are huge benefits in the you know near term, but but do require some upfront work. And so we found that people are far more successful when they end up going through marketing agencies. And you know, you can focus on the core of your business and and let somebody else that knows how to use the platform as an expert is running it for a bunch of other clients in your vertical, employ some tactics that they know work and are proven and that they can do quickly for you in a platform like SharpSpring. So really, we found that agency focus is just kind of a win for clients um, and for us because agencies make great partners um, and, and you know hopefully have a great experience on SharpSpring and become advocates for us. But yes, especially a, an agency that focuses in a given vertical, um, we found find a whole lot of success because um, you probably have tried and true things that you know are going to work there um, that you've set up before that you can go and deploy for new clients pretty easily. Yep, absolutely. 
because we know the business and uh, know what opportunities and, and challenges there are. And, and trust me, there's plenty of challenges in, um, in the beverage business because it is a regulated industry um, that, right. you know, this, uh, this stuff isn't as straightforward as one might think. And, um, you know, you might not necessarily have the same kind of um, churn that you, you would get in something else. But, um, yeah. So do you have any case studies that um, you can give as an example of, uh, of, of a successful implementation? Um, so that's tough. We definitely do as a company. Um, <laughs> I personally am not sure what I have off the top of my okay, head. Okay, no worries. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I can think back, though. I, I can think back. So I it kind of alluded to this in my bio, but I started as an, an account manager and onboarder at Sharpspring before I got into product development, which meant, uh, you know, when a new agency joins, they've got me for the first two days to, to tell them how to use Sharpspring and, and how to deploy it. And without specific examples, that was a really a powerful experience for me. That, that kind of is what made me believe in Sharpspring because you could see people come in and see how just adopting the platform and kind of buying into inbound marketing concepts and, and front loading some of this work could, could really change their business and help them get a lot more clients and help those clients be much more successful. Um, across industries. So it's, it's not a specific case study, but um, I have seen people you know, come in new to the space and just adopt marketing automation and see what was initially, um, uh, hey, we'll try this out for a couple months and see how it goes, turn into, oh, we're running our business in a totally new way now and finding a whole lot more success that way. Great. So uh, we've, covered, we've covered a lot of things that SharpSpring does um, throughout this podcast, but is there anything else you want to give a summary of, of, of what Sharpspring is and, and how it works for its clients? Yeah. So, um, I'll, I'll move quickly through some of the, the cool things that we do because really, um, what I think is special about marketing automation companies these days is, um, we're so broad. We do a whole lot of different things. And the reason we do that is a basic philosophy that, by having all of your data in one place connected, it amplifies its power. And it makes the you know, effort that you put into your marketing more powerful and more clear into what's working and what's not. So um, you know, when we, I direct the product strategy here at SharpSpring and we don't build anything that we don't think will be better because it's in SharpSpring, connected with everything else um, that we do. So to run through that real quick, um, you know, we have a fully featured CRM, uh, customer relationship manager. And so we are collecting information about contacts um, and we have built that in a way that it works well for salespeople and sales managers. So, um, and, and this will talk kind of about how we're a sales automation as well as marketing automation platform. You, know, you can set up tasks to complete as a salesperson, as a manager, you can report on, on how they're um, completing those tasks take opportunities and move them through a pipeline, all basic CRM stuff, right? But what makes it better is we have the entire history of engagement that happened with a given lead before they got into your sales process. So we know when they came and visited your site, we know which emails they clicked on, um, what products they were interested in. And that's all right at a salesperson's fingertips to have a better conversation and to help move that sale. On Which the marketing can be super side, creepy if you're, if you're not careful. <laughs> if, 
It definitely can. Um, and that is that is something that it can take, you know, some experience to get right um, and, and, you know, put on your kind of consumer empathy hat for for sure. Um, but I think if you talk about it in the right way, people tend to be appreciative of it. Um, as long as you're not you know, spamming anybody, but you're saying, hey, I, I sent you an email that had content you cared about instead of content you didn't. And as a salesperson, I'm not going to waste your time. You're talking about products, you know, B, C, and D, when really I know product A is what you care about. So I think if you use it in the right way, hopefully it's, it's not too creepy. Um, but yeah, so, so on the marketing side, um, you know, all things I've, I've kind of alluded to before, like, like lead scoring and segmentation, um, but we also go further and we have uh, form builders and designers, um, landing page designers, uh, and where you can have the same dynamic content in your landing pages and your website that's in your emails for consistent personalized experience. Um, we also do, do blogs and social media. Um, you can uh, do social posts through SharpSpring, track them as campaigns related back to your email content, related back to your specific forms on your website, all to generate an ROI at the end of the day that lets you see what of your marketing efforts is working and what isn't. And then on the sales side, we, we do a lot of those, those same principles, but focused on showing you which of your sales efforts are working and which aren't and where you're having problems in your pipeline and your sales process and what's working really well. And even flagging deals that we think might be problematic or stale or need a, a follow-up or, or a high-touch situation. Um, but across everything that SharpSpring does, really what we're going for is taking what in many cases could be 10 or 15 different software platforms that are all disconnected or kind of hobbled together with a variety of, of APIs and connections and putting them all in one place so you can have a singular view of what's going on both in your marketing funnel and in your sales funnel um, to, to connect all of those efforts together and, and hopefully amplify them. And then, you know, on top of that, you actually recently introduced a digital ad platform as well, correct? That we did. Um, that is very fresh news for us. We recently um, made a small acquisition of a company called Perfect Audience um, with the goal of creating a really deep integration um, of display ads as well as, you know, what SharpSpring is already great out, which is um, website behavior and email and, and all of that. So it can extend to uh, programmatic ad buying? Yeah, exactly. Um, our, our vision for that, which we're going to be working on um, very soon here and releasing a bunch of this stuff in the, the first half of next year, um, is taking, like, let's say you've got a workflow where, um, you know, somebody fills out a form on your site. Um, when somebody fills out a form, they're already expressing a really high level of interest. And so sending them an email and maybe reaching out as a salesperson is a pretty normal thing to do there. But 98% of site visitors are not filling out that form. And so all that money that you've spent to try to get them to your site in the first place kind of goes out the door as soon as they leave. But by connecting SharpSpring to this digital ad platform, just because they visited your site, you can retarget them and they're gonna see your brand again on other websites, on Instagram, on Facebook, you know, all over the place to the extent that you want. And that helps um, get more value out of the money you already spent to brought them to the site, bring them to the site. And this is especially powerful for small businesses. Um, it can really help you, you appear as a much, you know, kind of bigger brand than maybe you really are. 
and that can help persuade people to, to buy in for sure. Excellent. Uh, so any final thoughts before we wrap up here? Um, nothing specific. I mean, I, it's been a pleasure to, to be here with you today, Mike. I, um, you know, I was excited to do the podcast because you're in an industry that means a lot to, to me and my recreational activities. <laughs> um, and so an opportunity to, you know, extend what I know about sharp spring and marketing automation to, to that audience is really exciting. Um, and I think there is a lot of opportunity for, for growth in the industry and, and hopefully sharp spring can help out with it. I couldn't agree more. So, Hey, thanks a bunch, Morgan, for being on the show today. I really appreciate it. Um, this has been a nice little primer on marketing automation and how it all works. And I'm hoping that, um, my listeners get some value out of it. So thanks a bunch. Well, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. This has been Hit the Bottle, a production of Balzac Communications and Marketing. You can find past episodes on our website at htbpodcast.com. Drop us a line on social at htbpodcast or send us an email to mike at htbpodcast.com or emma at htbpodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. If you like this show, please rate and review in any of the mentioned platforms. Thank you for joining us. Have a great day.